I'm the XRP Bully, back with another bullish episode. If you like these episodes on everything XRP, you know what to do. Give me that thumbs up button, punch the subscribe, and ring that little bell. I am not a financial advisor, and this is not financial advice. I am the XRP Bully. Now, before we get into the content, because we have a lot to discuss, you will want to stay till the end. Before we get into that, I do need to remind each and every one of you that this Wednesday, May 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, one of the first Bitcoin developers, Jerry Chan, will be talking to the XRP community. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an opportunity of a lifetime to come with questions for one of the first Bitcoin developers to ever develop on Bitcoin. He's going to give us uh, some special insight as to what the past of Bitcoin was, what developers were arguing about, what problems they did solve, and what problems they didn't solve. So I encourage each and every one of you to go on Clubhouse because that's where the event is being held and to sign up for Clubhouse. If you do need a sign up link or an invite link, my link will be down in the description. I encourage each and every one of you to get on Clubhouse because this will be an event to remember. Now, without further ado, let's get into the content because right now the markets are in a bloodbath right now. Bitcoin is down about 8.40% over the past 24 hours and XRP is still holding strong above the $1.50 mark, but it's still down 3.29% over the past 24 hours. And the reason why the entire markets are in a bloodbath is probably because of the frenzy that Elon Musk has caused uh, regarding his tweets. But before we discuss Elon Musk, I do want to give each and every one of you some context um, so that it could make sense to you because Elon Musk just isn't tweeting against Bitcoin just for fun. I do believe that he was triggered, um, but let's see who exactly he was triggered by. So the Grayscale founder, uh, Barry Silbert, well, he actually owns the company that owns Grayscale. Barry Silbert tweeted on May 21st when Dogecoin was making a run up in price. He tweeted, okay, Doge peeps, it's been fun. Welcome to crypto. But the time has come for you to convert your Doge to BTC. And then after that, at the bottom of the tweet, he posted a disclosure saying we've gone short doge so basically he's betting on a price decrease in the price of doge and i don't believe that this sat well with elon musk this didn't sit well with elon musk and this did not sit well with the dogecoin community after that, Elon Musk has been very, very weird, <laughs> like acting weird on online and offline as well. Uh, so every time he was asked about Doge, he would always say, you know, Dogecoin to the moon. SNL, he had a whole SNL bit where they called him the Doge father. Um, so I do believe that his tweets... Um, are a response to basically the establishment that thinks that Bitcoin is going to be the only cryptocurrency that will ever exist. 
And like I said, Elon Musk is actually tweeting um, some very heavy tweets going against the Bitcoin community. So uh, this tweet from Crypto Whale stating Bitcoiners are going to slap themselves next quarter when they find out Tesla dumped the rest of their Bitcoin holdings with the amount of hate Elon Musk is getting, I wouldn't blame him. And then down below, as a response, Elon Musk stated, indeed. So is Tesla going to dump Bitcoin or has Tesla already dumped Bitcoin? In my opinion, Tesla is already dumping Bitcoin and we wouldn't know if they dump Bitcoin or not until the next quarter. Uh, but this is not faring well for the Bitcoin community. Uh, this is not going well for the Bitcoin community at all. Um, another tweet that Elon Musk put out. He stated that Bitcoin is actually highly centralized with a supermajority controlled by a handful of big mining, aka hashing companies. A single coal mine in Xinjiang flooded, almost killing miners, and Bitcoin hash rate dropped 35%. Sound decentralized to you? And ladies and gentlemen, this is something that I've been talking about for such a long time. The fact that Bitcoin mining is centralized in China um, is something that I have been talking about for the past year. Go on my past videos. I've been talking about this. And now Elon Musk is hip to the information. He knows. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said time and time again, Bitcoin's time is almost up and you don't want to get caught in the crossfire. You have to invest in cryptocurrencies that are completely decentralized. Decentralization is the name of the game. But I just find it interesting that Elon Musk is coming out against Bitcoin like this. He is the richest man in the world and arguably one of the most influential people in the world. So for him to be talking against Bitcoin really does not sit well with the Bitcoin community. And I know that it doesn't sit well with the Bitcoin community because right after Crypto Whale tweeted that tweet that Elon Musk responded to, Crypto Whale has tweeted out that he's gotten thousands of death threats and failed dox attempts and false rumors spread about him by hardcore Bitcoin maximalists. The Bitcoin maximalists need to be stopped. At this point, they've created a sort of cult um, that no one uh, is, is agreeing on, that no one likes. Uh, this cult is dangerous it is militant, and in my opinion, this only gets worse for Bitcoin. I do believe that Bitcoin will drop lower, ladies and gentlemen. Now, as far as this affecting the entire market, because I hear a lot of people saying, oh, well, this Bitcoin drop affects the entire market, so you shouldn't be happy about this. Well, yes, this Bitcoin dip will affect the entire market, but each and every one of us needs to understand that this needs to happen for the good of the space. And the space cannot mature if everything is coupled to Bitcoin. I mean, that's just the plain fact of the matter. If everything is connected to Bitcoin, is coupled to Bitcoin, the space will not mature. So I encourage each and every one of you to hodl, hodl, hodl. 
hodl through these bad times. And in my opinion, if you have the opportunity to buy the dips for some of these altcoins, I would definitely buy the dips, specifically altcoins that have real utility. I'm talking about XRP, I'm talking about XLM, I'm talking about XDC and VeChain and many, many more cryptocurrencies that have actual utility. But ladies and gentlemen, I think that this could signal a turning point in the crypto space. I do believe that we will get another bull run. In my opinion, I, I actually think that the bull run for altcoins haven't even started. I mean, if you compare uh, 2017, the months of April and May to now, I mean, as far as XRP, we are underperforming relative to past history. Um, but I do believe that this is signaling a turning point in the cryptocurrency space. I do believe that once altcoins um, are actually used, like for example, once XRP is used by the central banks uh, through on-demand liquidity, I think that at that point, um, XRP will successfully decouple from Bitcoin. And that won't only happen for XRP, that'll happen for many other cryptocurrencies as well. Now, I'd like to pivot to another topic of conversation uh, regarding this cashless society that we are headed towards. Because yesterday, while Elon Musk was tweeting out and acting crazy, well, justifiably, uh, CNBC tweeted out this video. And I'm just going to read the title of this video. Is cash still king? So I'm just going to play about two minutes of this video and then we'll discuss this video afterwards because I do believe that nothing is a coincidence and that timing is everything. So let's listen to what this CNBC video has to say. But in a socially distant world where payment is as easy as... Does cash still hold the same value? Cash is still relevant, but but cash is no longer king. Um, although although people in this country and around the world do continue to use cash to purchase things every day, uh, that is decreasing. Electronic payments have cannibalized checks. Card payments have grown, but cash has remained king. Two thirds of transactions under ten dollars are done in cash. Although data surrounding COVID's impact on cash has yet to be reported, the pandemic is expected to cause a drastic decline in cash usage due to the risk of contamination. The unprecedented surge in the demand for contactless payment has also shown outstanding performances for major companies offering cashless payment methods like Apple, Square, and PayPal. You're seeing digital payments uh, in this crisis move from being a nice-to-have capability to a must-have essential service. Whether it is credit or debit or prepaid cards or peer-to-peer -peer services like PayPal or Venmo or others, uh, we're seeing a corresponding increase in digital transactions as we're seeing a decrease in the use of cash. So there are no coincidences, ladies and gentlemen, that this narrative that the XRP community has been talking about for such a long time is coming to light on the same weekend that Elon Musk is speaking out against Bitcoin. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, we are headed towards a cashless society. This is something that the XRP community um, and myself and other cryptocurrency and XRP influencers have been talking about for such a long time. I do believe that this all aligns with each other. 
Next, and this is actually very interesting as well because Kitco News now um, has put out a tweet stating that JP Morgan thinks that there is more space for commodities to move higher, commodities like gold and silver. Like I talked about in my past video about two episodes ago, I talked about the new rules for banks. Banks um, will not be able to issue paper contracts for precious metals anymore. And I'm just going to read this uh, section of this article from U.S. Gold Bureau. It reads that previously banks could hold gold on their balance sheets in the form of unallocated paper gold contracts without holding physical gold in tangible form. These paper contracts were considered as good as gold. Under the old rules, there was little incentive to hold physical gold as it was only valued at 50% for reserve purposes. Base 3 rules move physical gold from being considered a tier 3 asset to becoming a tier 1 asset. So gold is becoming a tier 1 asset, meaning that the banks will need to have as much gold as they actually say that they have. Bye-bye paper contracts for gold. Ladies and gentlemen, Nothing is a coincidence. We are moving towards a cashless society and I do believe that we are moving towards a system of finance where essentially we're moving back to a gold standard but that the transfer of value of the value of gold will be dependent on um, on on cryptocurrencies, cryptocurrencies that are highly efficient. So XRP, XLM, XDC, these are very efficient cryptocurrencies because their settlement times are like three seconds or less. So ladies and gentlemen, you have to have to have to pay attention to the news. Everything is lining up very, very beautifully and I could not be more excited. And last but not least, I do want to talk about PolySign because PolySign has flown under the radar for such a long time. We do know that PolySign is a project that has some business with the XRP community and will in some way use XRP. Um, we do know that they are an institutional custody service. But according to the blockcrypto.com, we have new PolySign news. It reads that Standard Custody, which is PolySign's parent company, just received its license to operate as a New York State Chartered Trust last week. It's the first digital asset for firm to receive approval on a de novo application for a New York Trust license. It's looking to build out custody services for institutions without ever offering exchange services, and it thinks that will differentiate it from all other all-in-one giants. Ladies and gentlemen, this is major, major, major news. In addition, just after Standard Custody received its license, the firm announced the close of a $53 million Series B round for its parent firm, PolySign. Excuse me. So PolySign is the parent company of Standard Custody. This is major news. PolySign is raising money behind the scenes. They're they're flying under the radar. And ladies and gentlemen, I do believe that PolySign is the missing link 
for these banks and institutions. Banks will personally custody digital assets. They will hold digital assets on their balance sheets. They do need a more secure way in holding these digital assets. And I do believe that this is the service that PolySign is coming up with, ladies and gentlemen. Now, with all of this being said, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with more news on everything bullish in the XRP and cryptocurrency community. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. I'm the XRP Bully, signing out. Out.